What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. My goal is to help you guys to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. And first off, wanted to give a quick shout-out to my man, Edward, down in San Diego. Had a great call with him last week. Super nice guy, podcast listener, getting ready to have their third child in a week or so. So best of luck, Edward. Great talking to you, man. I know you're listening and looking forward to chatting again soon. But I hope everyone's doing well. One month down, one very ugly month down for 2022. Market was just brutal this past month, having some of the worst monthly performances since the early days of the coronavirus. I mean, how long ago does that feel like back in 2020 when nobody knew what was going on? The market was plunging every day. Feels like it was an eternity ago. And this month was another reminder of that pain investors were feeling back in 2020 and the uncertainty that the market was presenting. The S&P was down about 5% throughout the month, which just brutal. And and now we're seeing some rebounds happening. Market actually pretty down today, uh, February 3rd, as I'm recording this podcast. And maybe we're getting past the worst and beginning to hit bottoms. Nobody knows. And I know that I keep saying it, but I think the whole year is going to be pretty volatile. We just have a lot of headwinds working against us right now. And investors are overall on edge. But that does not mean you go make huge changes in your game plan. Okay, speaking of game plans, (laughs) I have a pretty great one that is just kicking butt at the casino right now. And I have to tell you about it because it's pretty hilarious. And I am not a big gambler. I don't go to casinos very often at all. And I just love playing games. I like playing card games. But again, I hardly ever go to casinos. The only time I end up at them is normally about three times a year when I'm at a team roping that happens to be at a hotel or casino. And um, still, I'm not one to throw a ton of money down or anything. If I can make $100 last for a few hours so that I can hang out with my friends and play games and maybe end up five bucks ahead, then I'm pretty dang excited about it. But now, guys, now I have this game plan. It's dialed in and it's just been absolutely perfect. I'm going to let you in on my secret here. And realistically, I obviously know this is not a plan. It it isn't foolproof. And I know that you don't win every time at any game at the casino. And this is not an exception. But I'm more confident in this plan than I should be. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. It all starts back in December in Vegas when we were up there for the finals of the World Series of Team Roping. I'm sure, you know, you've heard me talk about Vegas roping a bunch. It's an absolutely amazing trip. But anyways, my whole family's up there and we were all at the casino one night. And I went to play cards. Then the rest of my family, they just went over to play slot machines. Normally, I do not like slot machines. I like interacting with the dealers and all the card games way better. But the slots, you know, they normally just bore me. So after I lost my $100 playing cards, I went to find the rest of my family. And I found them at the Wheel of Fortune machine. And come on, if you've ever seen the Wheel of Fortune machine, it is so cool. It's big, it's bright, it has flashing lights, and a huge wheel on top. All, I mean, all the characteristics of a winning machine that you want, right? Duh. So <laughs> when I walk over, my family is all laughing and screaming, and they won $1,500 on this stupid Wheel of Fortune machine. And they were telling me they had it all figured out, you know, blah, blah, blah. I didn't believe them, but it was so funny. They won so much on just a $100 bet. So the next night, same thing, but this time I went with them to watch instead of meandering over to the card tables. And they all went to one machine, threw $100 in, and boom, after about 20 minutes, they hit a few jackpots and we're up another $800. And we're all laughing and joking about you know the Wheel of Fortune and how it pays for dinner every time you go to it. And 
It was kind of a running joke for the remainder of the trip. So this past Saturday, my girlfriend asked if I wanted to go get dinner at the casino with some of her family. So I figured might as well go hang out. We go out there and when we walk in, I found it. The Wheel of Fortune machine. It was staring at me, towering over the rest of the machines. You just couldn't miss it. So I told my girlfriend, we gotta put a hundred bucks in before we leave. I mean, it's just a done deal. We will make money. We know the formula. And I'm bragging to her family, just kind of being a doorknob, like, hey, I'm telling you, watch, after dinner, I'm gonna go make money on the Wheel of Fortune. It's so easy. So now dinner's over, we walk over to the Wheel of Fortune machine and I put in $100. Now the key here is you have to do the max bet so you have an opportunity at the big bonuses and the bigger jackpots. Well, lo and behold, after about 15 minutes, we hit another bonus and we won $600 and I'm just laughing so hard and her family's looking at me like, no way that just worked out. But for some reason, it just keeps on working. The last three times I've been around the Wheel of Fortune machine a lot of money has been made every single time. So <laughs> I keep reminding myself that it never works that way and this isn't the secret to the casino. But again, I would be lying if I said I was not going to put another $100 in at the next Wheel of Fortune machine the next time I randomly end up at a casino. And I'm definitely gonna keep you updated and see if it keeps on working because it's been pretty hilarious. So <laughs> obviously this episode was not to get you to go to the casino because that's never a good idea, so don't go do that. But I had an interesting thought as we were driving away and heading home. You know, personal finance, it's 80% behavior and 20% actual knowledge. Well, my behavior routine is really bad normally at casinos. When I play cards, it seems like I normally always lose, not because I physically lose my money right away, but because I get up $50, then I say, oh, I can do better, try to keep going, and then I stay at the table way too long and I tend to just lose all my money that I started with. Well, this time at the slots, for some reason, it was just so much easier to cash out and walk away. I think because I could actually see the dollar amount on the screen rather than just hold holding on to chips, which is a whole nother behavioral economics conversation. But basically, you know, I was looking around and thinking about how often does that happen? How many people that night in the casino would be up and in the positive at some point and then they end up just staying too long and they lose whatever they started with. And this goes past casinos because I see it all the time with financial planning as well. For the metaphor here, it doesn't matter how much money you start with, it's how much you keep at the end of the night. If you could just stay up $10 in the positive on a $100 bet, obviously, that's way better than someone who came in and played with 500, got up a thousand, then lost it all. Yeah, duh, Hunter, I know. Well, <laughs> it's funny how this works in the real world too. Some of us make a ton of money every year, just feel like we're swimming in cash every month, then all of a sudden it's just gone. We didn't save any, we didn't invest any, didn't have a budget, no goals, nothing. The money just vanished like it was falling out of your bank account. Then some of us make way less, but pay attention to our budget, save, invest purposely, and reach our goals really quickly. And a lot of times it isn't about how much money you make, it's about how much you're able to keep. Now granted, you can't make $4,000 a year and survive, but you get the point here. And I had some conversations with new potential clients this last week, and they were in a similar situation, telling me, Hunter, I wish I would've started this 20 years ago. I've made good money all my life, and I don't have as much left over as I should have. And it's just interesting how often I hear that comment. I should have started earlier. I should have invested more. I should have kept more of my money. Well, you can't fix the past. So let's talk about moving forward. Looking forward, it's so important to be maxing out Roth IRAs if you can, utilizing 401ks to your advantage, creating as much tax-free growth as possible. All these things, they're not hard to do. I can help you get anything like that set up. 
manage those investments for you, teach you what is going on and build a financial plan for you. That part is the easy part. I do that part every day and we can get all those questions answered. The harder part is leaving the casino at the right time and taking your gain or actually budgeting, actually sticking to the plan that we created and contributing like we discussed to help you reach all your goals. Because again, at the end of the day, more often than not, it's not the knowledge or lack of knowledge that puts people behind, but it's the behavior aspect that people struggle with. And overall, that's just part of my job, being there to hold you accountable and help you along the journey so you are doing what you need to do to reach your ideal financial future. So if you wanna jump on a call and get my one-on-one help, you know where to find me. Go to hunterlowry.com and you can schedule a strategy session right on my personal calendar. We'll talk about you and what you want to accomplish and see if it makes sense for us to work together for the long run. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. It's a great day to have a great day. Take care, everybody.